Over the last few years, I've been trying to enjoy books more as entertainment. Before, I would see them as like a purely like educational thing. Like I am only reading something if I'm learning something from it. Not to say that learning something's bad from a book, but I've tried to just come up with or figure out other ways to enjoy them because I think reading is important, but I also don't think it should feel like a chore most of the time and there's some books that i find important i'm like this is an important book i need to finish this even if it's not the most exciting book i've ever read but sometimes i also just want a book to chill and relax to is almost almost as if i'm watching a movie or i'm watching a show so i guess it's pretty fitting that today's book did become a pretty popular movie and that book is Ready Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Um, it is a New York Times bestseller and it became a pretty popular movie. I actually saw the movie before I read the book, which gave me an interesting take on it because obviously there are varying degrees of how accurate movies are to the book and when it comes to ready player one it actually wasn't accurate at all and it made me not like the movie very much anymore so i'm going to get into the normal segments that i usually do which is when i read the book um, how i read it and that's obviously the answer is physical copy i'm going to get into some of my main takeaways from the book and then i'm also going to talk about who i think the book is for so to start with i read this i finished it at least september 11th 2020 it probably took me like a couple weeks to read so that means it's been a while since I read it over a year now which is crazy like I'll pick up a book off my shelf that I want to review that I want to talk about in a video and then I have on my Instagram page when I read the books and realizing that it's been over a year since I read this book and it's still pretty fresh in my mind is it's pretty crazy this book was transformative for me in terms of getting more into fiction. Like I said, fiction isn't something I usually read, but Ready Player One made me more excited about reading fiction books simply because I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really couldn't stop reading it. So I guess that kind of just leeways me into my main takeaways. I feel like a lot of this video is gonna be talking about the difference between the movie and the book. I don't want it to be that way. But some of the takeaway is that because the movie had already kind of like poisoned the well, if you will. I already had expectations and understanding or at least perceived understanding of the story before I started the book. It's just a part of my expectations. And so what I took away from it is going to be derivative of my initial expectations. I just wanted to be honest about that. And so for the first thing is how dark the book is. If you look at the movie, the movie has a more positive light on it because it was made for like teenagers to be able to enjoy it even some kids to be able to enjoy it. But when you open up this book and you read the reality of the main character's life, it is a very dark story. Even in the movie, it made it seem like kind of in a way that it was cool that AI became our social world and that we no longer knew people and that this avatar, online avatar life was a positive, a kind of cool thing for kids. Obviously not positive because it showed some of the drawbacks, but in the book, it's, a dark dark place they live in now that everybody lives online like it 
it really was truly dark and what was happening to him physically what was happening to him emotionally what was happening to him mentally isn't encapsulated in the movie at all and they do a much better job of that in the book so i actually liked the darkness and the grittiness of the story because it was more realistic we wouldn't live in a good world if everybody was online all the time like in that world where you have a suit and you go live in an alternate universe you go to school in an alternate universe but you're staying literally in a room at all times and some people think that that's what our society is like but read this book and you will realize soon that people are going many more places and some people are some people are getting everything uber Eats, everything doordash and never leaving a single like little room I'm in a little room right now. I like to get out, but so maybe we're not that far off from that reality, but we're still quite a bit off of the Ready Player One reality. And then my second is what I kind of brought up earlier, and maybe even when I brought up in a previous video, but this really pertains to fiction more, is that fiction and books can be relaxing. They don't have to be something that you're learning from constantly. And for a lot of you that's like, duh, I only read stuff that's relaxing. See, I'm the opposite. I only read stuff that challenges me. I usually only read stuff that makes me think and makes me wonder. And so getting to read something like this was really just like eye-opening in the sense that, man, you can just enjoy a book. <laughs> And that's a crazy revelation probably to have at my mid, mid to high 20s age or whatever. But at the same time, I am grateful for this book because I just really got to relax, chill, and read this book. I read it though because I had seen the movie. So even when I, I think a part of the reason I don't read a lot of fiction is because I probably don't watch a lot of book reviews. And I don't really know what good fiction books are coming out outside of the ones that have been made into movies. So... I feel like that's actually a big part of it. And then my last main takeaway, and my job actually day to day is to work at, like with movies and shows and stuff like that, like on this blog type website. And so I also see how many movies are from books. Um, a lot of times my takeaways aren't exactly from between the pages, <laughs> but there are so many, like almost every show and every movie we watch was originally a book. And that really makes me think about it because adapting a book onto screen it is completely different because of the message that the director the message that the production company the of the producers all of them their message they want to get across may not be the original message of the author and as somebody who would like to write books in the future that's crazy because yeah you probably he probably made a good amount of money selling his idea to the studio but i wonder how happy he was with the outcome i wonder like if you've watch ready player one like the prizes and the location of where they find the prizes and all that it's completely different in the book and it's so different that it's like y'all could just kept the original thing but the book also just doesn't go as fast as a two and a half hour movie so maybe they figured like this had to be a bridge to just get it under that two hour and 45 minute threshold that they had to get um done in the movie so it's interesting to see the adaptation and i'm curious about how authors feel like is the check just worth it and then probably you sell more book not probably you for sure sell more books after so maybe it's just worth it but i don't know how i feel about somebody butchering my story either but i guess if they are flashing millions in my face perhaps I'd have a, a different opinion. <laughs> so lastly, who is this book for? Um, I think it's kind of for fans of the movie. If you truly love the movie, the book might ruin the movie for you. I couldn't really watch the movie again uh, just because I, I get that it's kind of like a cheesy, like simplified 
more vanilla version of the book and it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> And I enjoyed the movie. So that is a shitty aspect. Like I third like when I first saw the movie, I was like, damn, this is a really good movie. And then I read the book and I'm like, that is not a that's a cheesy ass movie. God damn it. So that is one thing. It's kind of for fans of the book. If you like a dystopia, if you like that type of world, that type of setting, it's for you because it shows that type of dystopic view of the world where People had the idea for it to be more peaceful, more happy with everybody going online, less physical violence, stuff like that, but how things actually got out of control. If you if you just like that type of storyline, then this book is also for you. And if you like to kind of get into the darkness that revolves around teenagers, because it shows some of that darkness with the different characters and how they still face all the same problems we face today and how we, how we would face it today, but in a more digital age and the coming of age is still similar but different and how they're developing is different and i'm sure it's closer to today's teenagers than even when i was a teenager but with that being said you can kind of live within that darkness through this book and see how like the darkness that surrounds kids and teenagers and stuff and also some of the light too you know some of the the positive aspects the the optimism that younger people have stuff like that so and you get to read kind of about these teenagers and it not still be childish because the book's not really childish I wouldn't say like teenagers can read the book, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily made for teenagers. Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this book. Much more than the movie. Like I said before, on the cover it says Enchanting Willy Wonka meets The Matrix. And that's an interesting comparison. I know they love to do that for movies like something has to meet something else, but I enjoyed it. Pretty much every book I bring to you guys, I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna try to bring more fiction to you guys. I This might be only the second fiction book I've talked about, but one of the most enjoyable ones I've read. Guys, it's been another episode of GP's Library. I appreciate you guys joining me for another one. I'll see you guys next time.